I'm Lauren Whitehurst. I'm a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. Hi, I'm Sunny Livingcott. I'm a certified professional life coach and a certified brain health professional. And together we make Whole Life Vitality. We teach Whole Life Vitality of the mind, body, and soul, bringing the physical, emotional, and spiritual together for whole life wellness. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. Oh, Sunny. Yeah. How's it going? It's What's going, going on? It's going. Um, I am in a season of... <laughs> there's a lot going on. Yeah. Is Everything anyone else is in that going. season? Well, I mean, it, it's spring, sort of, almost. Almost spring. Yeah. Well, and, depending on I, where you live. We're in true. Alabama, so end of January... It's almost spring. We got I like mean, three more weeks left. And it, the spring is springing. I'm just yeah. saying like, I mean, it's already going to be in the 60s today and we got like 70s next week. And But it started in the 30s this morning. That's and true. it's going to be in the 60s. That is true. <laughs> but this time of year, we are knee deep in all of the sports stuff because oh basketball and cheer are coming to an end and baseball is starting and it's just all the things. And Lauren and I mentioned to you a while ago that we were going back to college. Oh yeah. That's and so funny because I was like busy and that I didn't even think about I'll it. See, it's, it's on my mind. <laughs> it's on my mind. Uh, that actually starts for us this week. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hang on. What day is today? In two days. It starts yes, in two days. In two days. Uh, now we are both moms. Mm-hmm. Um, we both have jobs. Uh-huh. Um, our spouses, we have husbands. Mm-hmm. Our spouses have jobs. Mm-hmm. Busy, um, busy jobs. Busy jobs. Uh, we we have we we do this, mm-hmm. um, and we both felt the need to go back to college. So I got yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot going yeah. on. <laughs> I, I did tell my daughter who is 14 that we might graduate college at the same time. Yeah, like it might take me the next eight years to yeah. work my way all the way through this one class at a time. Yes, but we're gonna get there. Yeah. So as, as I was thinking about all the things that, you know, is going on, sometimes I can get, um, paralysis. Yeah. Overwhelm. Yeah. The overwhelm Mm -hmm. paralysis. Mm -hmm. And I just stop. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, there are posts to write. There are eBooks to write. There are, there is reading to be done. There will soon be assignments that need to be done. Why don't I just watch TV? (laughs) That sounds easier. Let's do that. That sounds great. So, so it hit me. I started like really diving into procrastination Mm -hmm. and uh, wanting to really learn about it. Yeah, and and because I was like, I can't can't be the only one that experiences procrastination, and you're definitely you know. not. So, talking about that today, what is procrastination? So, just a definition: it's self defeating behavior marked by short term benefits and long term costs. So you're benefiting yeah. the short term. <laughs> I I say and it's costing you long term. I say current Lauren is doing future Lauren dirty. Yeah, that's exactly because what that means. I'm like, do I want to do myself a favor right now and yeah. do future Lauren a favor, or do I want to sit here knowing I'm going to deal with the consequences? Yes. 
So here's some statistics about uh, procrastination that kind of blew me away. Um, chronic procrastinator. So I would, I'm not in the category of chronic. I don't do it every day. Yeah, I don't chronic do it all is the time. regular, consistent so pattern of a consistent pattern. There's 25% of people who are chronic procrastinators, but 95% of people say they do it on occasion. Yeah. Um, I want to know who that 5% is. I'm just saying the yeah. 5%. What is that 5%? Or, is that 5% in denial? Like what's happening here? That's Elon. Elon. <laughs> Elon, if you're listening to this, call Tell me. Tell us your secrets. Uh, yeah, Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay. And this is the one that really blew me away. In the last 30 years, which is my lifetime because I'm 40. So in my lifetime, in the last 30 years, procrastination has quadrupled. Okay. I'm not talking because about we have doubled. Quadrupled. I'm talking about quadrupled Four times because we have so many other things to draw our attention because there's so many distractions. Quadrupled. And that's why like well, technology and because of technology, we can procrastinate and wait till the last minute and still actually get stuff accomplished. It, but does that we don't not have to wait for the library to open mind though quadrupled because when we say wow. something is doubled, that's a lot. That is a lot. But when it has quadrupled as and that's in, only in the last 30 Years. As in the 25% are doing it four times more often or that the 95% has grown. Lauren, college has not started for me yet. <laughs> Go on with you. I'm just like, Go hang on. <laughs> what part is, as in like, we're doing it more often or more four people. Four times. Are, or more people, more, more people, ugh, or more people are doing it. I, I think talk. it's more people. Okay. The, the person, the. So the 95% the population now. has quadrupled. I see. That's what the, I, the amount of people who are procrastinating. So has quadrupled. This is also interesting to me. Depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, ADHD, and poor study habits all linked to procrastination. Well, yes, that's true. And I, I absolutely could have told you that because as someone with ADD and my daughter as well, you know, we have ADD and I learned very young that I would put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off because, because I was more productive. I got more done with the pressure of needing to get it done quickly. Yeah. And I, and that focus and I would zone in and just get it done and knock it out right before it was due. Yeah. Then I work better that way. Right. Well, and a lot of, a lot of people say that like yeah, that is a that's, common thing that's that I hear. a common belief. Yes. And ultimately I realized it wasn't serving me as well as yeah. I thought it was really. It was just making anxiety go through the roof, which was not super fun either. Yeah. And so I did change my ways, but I lived that space for, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. Think about that. People delay action with the idea that they'll feel better in the short term, yep. but it's actually causing depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, ADHD, and poor study habits. Hang on. So the things that procrastination causes the same things that cause procrastination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. ah, that's a vicious cycle right there. <laughs> so speaking of that, I, I researched the top contributors. So I, I went to, you know, multiple sources they were all saying the same thing. And these are, there was four that are the main contributors to procrastination. Okay. So if you are having it uh, chronically or you're just having it more on more occasions, pay attention to this. Uh, number one, a lack of belief in your abilities. Oh, that is so true. So believing that you can carry out tasks is ex 
is essential to your function. Like you have to believe you can do it in order to carry out the task. And it's okay to be delusional in this way. Mm -hmm. It's okay to tell yourself, no, I can do it. I can do it. Even if you don't actually believe you can do it because you'll start to believe it the more you tell yourself and then you'll actually do it. And then you'll have the proof for yourself to know that you can. But if you are lacking the belief, yeah, then you're less likely to begin a task or see it through. Yeah. If you do not have the belief in your abilities. I do think that that is one of the benefits of ADD though, because I kind of think I can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know logically I can't do everything, but also at the same time I'm like, but can't I? Yeah. Well, my husband who also has ADD, his saying is say yes to everything and figure it out later, which is so unhealthy. Uh, Yes. So unhealthy. That is, that is also true. Because he says yes to everything. Because then you live in chronic overwhelm. Yes. But for those of us who do not have it, I, I will say that this one has, I mean, I actually put off getting my, uh, applying to get, uh, training for coaching for life coaching because I did not believe I could do it. Yeah. Um, and I did not go to college after school because I did not believe that I could do it. Mm -hmm. And now I've decided that instead of doing it at 18, when I (laughs) was not married and and did not have children, that it'd be easier to do it at 40. Had a little more time freedom. It's funny because somebody recently (laughs) said to me, I mentioned I was going back to school and they were trying to talk to me about how much easier it would be for me now (laughs) and why, why people in their forties shouldn't get the same student discount that people in their young twenties should get. And I'm like, okay, you think I have more expendable income right now paying for a mortgage and children's private school and all the children's sports. Like you think I have more expendable income than I did when I was 18. That's nuts. (laughs) Let's have them on the podcast. It it made me laugh. And I was like, you know what? Perception is reality. It's fine. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll come back around to that one. Uh, So lack of belief in your abilities. Number two, uh, top contributor, fear and anxiety. Mm. You may delay essential medical medical tests because you're afraid of diagnosis. Oh. Uh, I know people that actually uh, have issues and they will not go get checked because they don't want to know what it is. And on that flip side, I have talked to, to friends and family who really need counseling. Yeah because they have not dealt with their trauma and they have told me, I don't want to know what's inside of there and they won't go. All right, Sonny, here's the, here's the cold, hard truth. You ready? We both know that I am a cancer survivor, Mm -hmm. survived melanoma. It was in my lymph nodes. It was a big deal. Survived it. Mm -hmm. Got it all taken care of. Whatever. I am terrified to go to the dermatologist. Ah, and I, so I have not made an appointment because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know the rest of my body needs to get checked. It, I don't want fear. to. Yeah, fear. And so, you fear. know what? We're going back to college. Maybe I need to make myself an appointment too. There you go. That we was too. a little we, nauseating to say. See? Ooh. Truth. The more anxiety we experience about a task, the more likely we will put it off until later. Um, so that's that difficult call that you need to make yeah. uh, that you don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you put it off and you mm-hmm. put it off, you put it off mm-hmm. uh, that paper. You don't want to write because yep. you feel like I, that speech you need to give all of these things mm-hmm. you put off. Um, and also the fear of being judged or embarrassed yeah. because you might not come across as 
like you know as much as you know well i also don't want to get naked on a table there you I go mean, let's be fair there's lots of stuff about the dermatologist that i'm like i'm sure they're lovely people okay i'm make, sure it's great i gotta make the gynecologist appointment when i get off this <laughs> see i'm living in the same land right, right? here come on <laughs> all right number three perfectionism we will delay tasks we won't perform well or yeah. that will fail altogether. Wanting to put off tasks until we feel better prepared. Yeah. But here's the key. Inspiration is more likely to strike once a person starts a yep. task. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have a friend who is um, brilliant, brilliant. And uh, she knows that she's supposed to write this book. Oh, no. And she keeps putting off this book because she either she doesn't feel adequate enough in her life or she doesn't feel like she knows enough Mm -hmm. or she's afraid of how it's going to be taken. And I'm like, she keeps waiting until she feels that she's going to be this stage. She'll be more Mm -hmm. better prepared. And we have all done that. Yeah, because we're 40 and going to college. Yes. And I, I, I did that with my own book, which ironically she helped me with <laughs> so that is very funny well and okay so i have a friend who is also just total perfectionist right mm-hmm. also says yes to too much also has add i mean we have a lot of things in common except for she is the one who told me about done is better than perfect absolutely done is better than perfect and i mean it's hard to take our own advice as we yes. all know but done is better than perfect when I was a teenager, part of what helped me kind of head the way of letting go of some of that procrastination was I heard, it's going to take longer for me to talk myself out of it yeah. than it will for me to just do it. Yes. And this literally says inspiration will strike once you begin. Yep. So, I mean, here we are. I mean, 20 years later, we could have gone to college 20 years ago. Yeah. And we're finally here and saying, you know what, we're just going to do it. Yeah. And we've been, I've been thinking about it for the last 20 years. I imagine it's been in and out of your brain as well. And so we could have been done. We could have already done the thing. Yeah. Apparently, Mm -hmm. you know, we could have done the thing many times over. I, uh, it's going to be great. So, but either we do it now or we spend the next 10 years thinking about it and we don't get any closer to it. Yeah, absolutely. You just start. You just start. Uh, And then the, the last one, but the one that is most oh dear. prevalent oh no and uh the one that causes the most procrastination oh, gosh. is distraction the mm. largest source being social media yeah distraction is the the number one of the four and the largest source of distraction is social media because it's not it's not conscious procrastination. You are distracted. You open it up and then you are procrastinating because you've just let yourself go into this land of scrolling where you lose hours. Well, and they said there's, there's two reasons. One of them is if you want to improve your mood and escape reality, they think that social media actually does that. Well, if they, they, they're feeling stressed out or sad, then they think that scrolling TikTok it's, is going to improve it's their It's the equivalent of, I'm tired, so I'm going to have an energy drink. I actually think it's going to give me more energy, yes. which ultimately leaves me feeling worse. And it's not. Yeah. So that's it. And then the other one is the notifications. Oh, I you turned all those things off. You keep getting caught up in what's going on. But here's the deal. Here's what you don't understand. 
I need you. I need you. Please listen. Come, come a little closer. Please listen to this. They have actual scientists. Yeah. They have scientists that are working on social media and it is designed to draw your attention and increase engagement. So you think that you are smarter than social media and you are not. The reason that you have sat there for one hour when Mm. you only meant to clear a notification is actually because there is science behind your addiction. And an addiction is anything that has more control over you than you have control over it. Yes. So if you open it up and you can't just clear the notifications or reply to the one message and then get off, then perhaps it's controlling you more than you're controlling it. Yes. That's, that's the deal. They are made those notifications. The fact that they're red, Mm-mm. the fact that they multiply a number, they're there scientifically to keep you distracted and you can turn them off. I have every single one of my turn off. I check all of my social media accounts daily, but I have a designated time that I check them and I go on in and I make sure that messages have been replied to, you know, we've taken care of what we need to take care of. And then I get back out, which is where we're heading. So tips for overcoming. Okay. Yeah. That's, here we go. That's literally, and you already said, well, you, you've said all of them. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks, thanks Lauren. Sorry, Sonny. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we'll just we'll just touch on them one more touch time. On real fast, just just for the fella she's, in the back. She's too smart. Okay, <laughs> that's the problem. No, it's because she has she has dealt with ADD for her the majority of her life, and she fights all procrastination all the time, every day. So she knows. But the number one tip for overcoming is whatever it is, just start. Yeah, just do it uh, to beat procrastination. One just start doing the thing you've been putting off. Yep. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. Just begin. And if you stop thinking in that moment and just take a step, just clear your mind, channel your inner robot and just walk towards the thing that you need to start, you'll find yourself there doing something and you'll want to continue doing it. Yes. They even recommend setting a 15 minute timer. Yeah. So set a 15 minute timer. If you've been struggling to procrastinate, if you've been struggling with procrastinating on this thing, just do it, set 15 minutes and then measure how you feel after that Mm -hmm. 15 minutes. If you still feel good about, then set another 15 minutes. I just do one thing. Like I'll, I have to talk myself into putting the dishes away. I'm not even kidding you. There are so many things that I have to talk myself into and I'll say, I'm just going to go put one dish away. I'm going to open the dishwasher and I'm going to put one dish away. And I put it away and then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put one dish away because objects in motion tend to stay in motion. And before I know it, the entire dishwasher is empty, but I convince myself to do it by one dish. Okay. The second tip. Oh my God. Break it down into small manageable chunks. (laughs) Okay. Why, why am I even heading this up? Why did I find this information? (laughs) I promise we did not talk about this beforehand. (laughs) What is even happening here? Okay, break One it down. Dish. <laughs> break it down into small, manageable chunks. Since we, <laughs> here we are, here we are. Uh, <laughs> sometimes we procrastinate when we feel overwhelmed. Yeah. So you see the whole dishwasher, and you don't want to unload the whole dishwasher. And it's just a dishwasher. There's not that much stuff in it anyway. But it's just the thing. Just, I just don't want to do it. Just open it. And just break it down. Say, okay, even if you just say one thing or Mm -hmm. just the top, I'll Mm -hmm. just put away the glasses. Just the silverware. We're out of spoons again. Yes. Um, This makes the overall effort more manageable. Mm -hmm. Your mind registers that the tasks are small enough to be handled. Yes, exactly. So your brain is like, okay, 
Remove the overwhelm. It removes the overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And then it starts like once you see that you're doing things and you see that it's happening, you get the satisfaction of a job is being dopamine. Yes. Um, And then the third one. So you got whatever it is, just she's already laughing. Whatever it is, <laughs> just start. Number two, break it down into small manageable chunks. And number three is organization, becoming more organized. Mm, People yeah. sometimes procrastinate because they overestimate how much they can achieve in a certain mm-hmm. time frame. Yep. So this can be really helpful yep. if you're feeling like I'm, I can't do it because there's too much to I do. I can't do it all, so I can't do it yes. at all. So breaking it down and... Um, this says, um, if you, what you said earlier, which is making me laugh, my brain is <laughs> laughing at it, uh, limit distractions by taking the notifications yeah. off of your phone, mm-hmm. closing applications on your computer. If you have 50 tabs mm-hmm. open, close those tabs, yep. uh, placing your phone in another room. Yep while you are working Mm -hmm. um my husband has taken the app the the facebook apps off of his phone oh yeah so he has to actually like go into the to get on the computer yes Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't pop up yeah um so making your to-do list Mm -hmm. can be really helpful as well uh cleaning your office space Mm -hmm. all of those like if you do a brain dump brain dumping which means writing everything down that you need to get done, but then circling the top three things that Mm -hmm. need the most attention, top priority, your Mm -hmm. top priorities. Um, so all of those are really helpful for organization purposes. I need to do a big clean out of my house. Like there's a purge that I want to do. Right. And I keep thinking about it. And every time I think about it, I'm very overwhelmed. (laughs) I know all the tricks. Okay, guys, for real. Like I've know all the tricks I've been doing them most of my life. And the other day I was like, okay, I just need to pick one space to start. And I already did the kitchen. So it's not like I haven't already started, but so much is left that I'm like, I just need to pick the next one and just do it. Because let me tell you, once I get going, I move fast, I move efficiently and I love throwing stuff away. Yes. Well, you know, we don't, we don't have motivation. We cultivate it. Yes. So by doing that, mm-hmm. by finally just starting, whatever yep. it is, just starting or breaking it down into small tasks, mm-hmm. by cleaning up your area, by getting organized, by removing notifications off of your phone, mm-hmm. whenever you're taking those steps, you are building motivation. Yeah. And it it, it feels good. And it feels so good. It feels so, and then it says, Hey, yep. keep going. Yep. And then when this. it's done, I feel lighter and I feel less yes. stressed and I feel less overwhelmed and I feel less anxiety. Like everything just feels better yes. without this extra weight of all the things. Yeah. And I mean, it's so fulfilling. Yeah. Well, you know how kids clean their rooms. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I probably still clean my room the same way a child does. I'm not even kidding. My kids, and they do. It gets worse before it gets better. I do see that they're making an effort, <laughs> but it is not mom clean. Okay, so every once in a while, I go in when they're at school mm. and I just kind of purge things. Yes. Yeah. And I, I need to did, do that for my children I again. Did that, and I was like, Ooh, why did I do this? But after I started with my oldest room, Mm -hmm. man, it felt great. And I looked in there and it was Mm. wonderful. And so I said, okay, I'm going on to the second. And went to this. Now my middle child is in 
is an ADD child. That Who one was also a boy and also a tween, which let's be fair is like the perfect storm. Okay. I'm just saying <laughs> that one slowed momentum a little bit. Yeah. And that was rough. It took a while, but because he had been cleaning, he does his chores. Does but- he stash stuff? Oh my gosh. Because my son, I tell you, he's like a little squirrel. It's a squirrel. He hides stuff away for later. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, what is, is happening? It's real here? bad. He's out of socks. And I realized it's because yeah. they were all under his bed. Oh all of God. his socks were under his bed. And we've been wondering, what is that smell? Oh, that is so disgusting. What is the smell coming from his room? His room is clean, oh, but gonna, there is a smell. I'm going to gag just thinking yeah, about it. Well, it's, oh, it's like mounds of dirty socks. It's so just gross. been under his bed. And he plays sports. He plays Those are some sports. vile socks. And he's he's 12. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Oh, my word. Mm -mm. But point was, (laughs) as I got into the motivation of doing it step by step, I was like, okay, let me hit another room. Mm -hmm. All right, let me do this. And even with deciding, okay, today is going to be laundry day while I'm doing my work. I've set that motivation and I got up that morning, put the first load on, moving it into the the dryer and then putting another load on. It just got me and I was like, okay, I even take a picture of the before Mm, so that I keep the momentum Mm -hmm. of, okay, I'm going to, I've been putting off, you know, putting off doing the laundry. Have you ever time-lapsed? Yes. Oh, it's so satisfying. You do a time-lapse of yourself cleaning up a space You know what? and then you watch it when you're done and it's even more satisfying. I did a time-lapse on my laundry room one time because it was so bad, so bad. And then? And then it looked great. And it was like the best day it ever. Was just That wonderful. you get to relive over and over and over yes. again because you have the video. Yes. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, top contributors, lack of belief in your abilities, mm-hmm. fear and anxiety, perfectionism, and then the number one is distraction, social me- media being at the top of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Can we add kids to that list? They're Ooh, distracting too. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> t- tips for overcoming. Lauren gave them all away. Uh, whatever it is, just start, just do it, just do it. Done is better than perfect. Totally. Um, and actually when you start, you get the momentum going, mm-hmm. uh, break it down into small manageable chunks. Just bite it off. Just bite it off. How so do you eat an elephant? Your brain, exact one bite at a time. That's right. So your brain sees the whole thing and the whole thing is like, that's going to cause and take too much energy. Also, but when you can break it down. Huge. Why do we want to eat an elephant? Why did that ever start? Yeah, why is that a thing? Does like, anyone eat elephants? I don't. I would Gross. hope not. That's just so sad. Gross. Don't eat an elephant. I guess it's because it's the biggest. Why is it more sad than eating a cow? It I somehow is. I'm like, don't eat the elephant. Elephants are so pretty. Yeah. But then I'm like, I don't want to. Then you're like, how do you eat a cow? One bite at a time. That sounds disgusting too. But we I do don't... eat cows. <laughs> I mean, I it don't just, any rubbing. It just says gross. It just sounds gross when you say it like that. I guess because it is the biggest. So that's maybe. Maybe that's where it came from. How do you eat a whale? Oh, that's yeah, the biggest. I'm just saying. That's the biggest mammal. <laughs> See, some of y'all were already correcting me. That's right. As you were listening. Uh, and the third one, become more organized. So mm-hmm. organize your phone. Take the notifications off. Uh, take the whole app off, even if it's becoming a distraction yep. to you. Uh, clean up your desk area. Clean up your office. Uh, put do a brain dump. Put everything on a list and circle the ones that need that are high priority that have to get done, mm-hmm. and those will help. Um, so there you go. 
You learned about what it is, the top contributors, and tips for oh, avoiding it. Sunny, that was so fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you knew it. You knew it all, but you maybe know. they didn't. You did. <laughs> I, I live that life, man. Our amazing Sunny, our fantastic mindset coach here, brain health specialist, has written a phenomenal ebook about relationships and respect and love. And it is so great. And it is available for you right now. Just check the link below. You're definitely going to want to get your copy. It's an ebook. So instant download. You can start reading right now. And if you have any questions, once you're reading, you can hit us up because Sunny is available for your Q&A. And if we get enough questions, we will do a QA and a here on our show, which would be super fun. I would love it. Super fun. Uh, thank you so much for showing up today. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and follow. Um, go ahead and do that right now. Don't procrastinate it. You're going to want to do it right right <laughs> now you so you don't forget, you know, because like done is better than perfect. So just there we know, go. Click, it, click it right there. Small manageable yeah. chunk. Just, just a little bite size. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, friends. <laughs>